This is Audio Gyan and I am your host Kedar Nimkar. Welcome to a deep dive into the minds of luminaries from the Indian creative world. As Scott Adams, an American author and cartoonist says, creativity is allowing yourself to make mistakes. Art is knowing which ones to keep. Uh, well, in our today's episode, we'll try and understand who's making mistakes and who keeps the art. I'm personally interested in knowing how things unfold in this episode with Ujwal Agarwal, also known as Kala. Kala is a generative artist whose works explores the intersection of art and technology to the use of algorithms and code. His art is characterized by intricate patterns and shapes that emerge and evolve organically from within the digital canvas. He creates art that is both structured and spontaneous, offering a glimpse into complex interplay between order and chaos. Drawing inspiration from nature, music, and mathematics, Kala's art invites viewers to immerse themselves in the world of beauty and complexity. Kala has a degree in computer engineering from NIT Jaipur and MA in computational arts from Goldsmith University London. We can call Ujwal a multidisciplinary artist given his work in design, music and art. But in today's episode, uh, we'll deep dive into his artworks uh, and, and know more about generative art. So thanks, Kala, for giving your time. And it's a real, real pleasure to have you on audio again. Hi, Kadar. Thank you so much for having me. Tell me. Cool. So uh, as I sort of gave the introduction, uh, I've divided this episode into like broad three sections, I would say. Uh, first one is a broader understanding of your work. Uh, uh, in fact, not even about your work, but before that, what is generative art at large? And then maybe deep dive into the kind of work you do and a bit of, because it's new to me, I'm curious to know also the tools that you use or what is this whole area? And obviously, third is my favorite, the philosophy of your work and and more questions around what is Kala and, and things like that. So I'll start off with the most basic question as to say, like, what is generative art? Like, uh, because these days we have generative AI also as a buzzword. So how different, yeah. similar, what 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 is this entire generative art? If you can mm. set the context. Yeah, so I'll maybe tell you what generative AI is first. So AI is basically models which are trained on us on data sets and then they give you an output using the training from those data sets. Hmm. And that since that output is generative in nature, like it is generated real time when you ask it a particular question or ask to solve a problem, it's called generative AI. What I do is generative art is what we call it right now we don't have a cool name like ai for it right now hmm. but we don't we don't like it's much less complex in a way like it's it's a different it's a different kind of nakashi if i were to call it you know it's hmm. even if you want to make a square you have to tell it four different things to make a square in generative art in photoshop you need to click a tool and drag your mouse and make a square so with like with power comes with, sorry, with creativity comes power, you know, like the moment I have four different lines for writing a square, I know I can attach four different crazy things to those four different points on the square. Correct? Mm -hmm. Like if I have four different electricity signals and I can attach to four different corners of the square, the square will look electric instantly. You know, these kind of interactions, this kind of motion 
is this kind of combination of trickery is impossible with static softwares or digital art or you know uh, the kind of tools that we have in the market right now all these all these things that i'm talking about work in say processing or javascript or these are all open source technologies which are which have very strong solid foundations behind them which are well funded they are doing work, work all over the world and it's just too underground right now i think for people to have heard of it but like there are people like you and there are people like me who are bringing it to the world right now i think so yeah it's generative art is basically using uh, algorithms to make the computer do something unique every time you make that algorithm run hmm. like okay I'll, i'll i'll take i'll tell you one more thing so for example the electricity that goes through a computer is fluctuating right hmm. Hmm. so what what you can do is the randomness in your program can be linked to the electricity value at that point of time in the computer okay so every time the electricity changes that that the nature of that randomness changes hmm hmm randomness is not not infinite randomness is one particular signature of the computer so every time you give it a different electricity the signature changes so generative art gives you a possibility to use the same algorithm to generate an infinite variation of its palette basically hmm so generative art multiplicity you know करेक्ट नो आई थिंक मतलब ये बहुत सारे क्वेश्चंस आए हैं अभी दिमाग में बट इफ आई हैव टू लाइक ड्रॉ अ पैरेलल जैसे आपने स्टार्ट किया लाइक यू स्टार्टेड ऑफ इट लाइक इन फोटोशॉप यू ड्रॉ अ बॉक्स देन यू पिक अ टूल एंड यू जस्ट ड्रॉ इट राइट इन योर कॉन्टेक्स्ट यू आर आल्सो टैंपरिंग विद द द बॉक्स टूल इज सेल्फ स्टार्ट फ्रॉम दे so very different things come out because because all technology sadly is just made for use we we use the technology as slaves you know we are always making products that will assist us that will make our basic problems go away you know which is important also which i don't i don't disagree with people putting money in voice research and those kind of things because that will help education that will go places but very few people explore very few technologists create softwares to make progressive art mm-hmm. we are we are more into design and products and usable things because now now maybe even even now generative art is not of much use if you look at it it's still too experimental it is so unstable it is so uh, it's yeah it's vibrant in a way <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah interesting kyunki like i remember i interviewed with uh, hari katragadda and uh, stino type i think he works in that kind of art where uh, i remember if i'm if i'm re- recollecting it correctly uh, he had one exhibition called as reverse or something where he made the canvas he made the artwork in such a way that the different pollutants there are in different mm-hmm. rivers 
if put in that canvas will generate different artwork depending on the toxicity of that water okay <laughs> uh, i think i'll i'll uh, link that in the show notes uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah so i think i'm drawing some parallels there but finally what your artwork comes out is to be like do you do you do you envision your artwork like do you how, where do you classify it right because when i saw it it looks like abstract paintings or abstract artwork so is is this a different genre or what is it where is it where does it lie in the ecosystem of art it is abstract art yes it is it is saying less i i i i think i'm that kind of a person also that i have found solace in abstract i mean i have, as i told you i have been a designer all my life i have been doing graphics and logos and websites for people i have been hired by brands to shout on top of my voice to sell them so maybe in that process i have become like intrinsically humble and i want to express in a very subtle way and i think abstract art really gives you that and i really enjoyed i i am hugely into abstract art not maybe from others but my own abstract art i am really <laughs> into it like yeah even the music if you if you listen to some of my discography it's i don't use vocals in my music there are no words in my music and it's always been textures and palettes and like unsayable things you know not 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 a pledge i want you to take i want to just express my mood at that moment so yeah i think my art can be categorized as abstract and comfortably so yeah 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 and and uh, i remember when we had our first call you also spoke about like it's probably huge in other parts of the world not as especially especially in right. india so can you give us like a landscape of like by comparing yeah. it with the west or because i know ki woh roti kapda makan hi fix nahi hai to art to bahut dur aayega to but in in certain developed countries i think uh, it's more experimentation these sort of things are happening more so can you can you give us like what's happening there was a there was a class of mit in 96 if i'm not wrong so there were actually four to five absolute geniuses of today's contemporary uh, generative art scene they were in the same class this one gentleman called kc rees who invented processing he wrote he wrote the code behind processing is the which is the language all of us computational artists use you know for sensors and for visuals and for any sort of live music art performance so he he wrote that there is a another artist called joshua davis who who works with the biggest of the biggest brands today like he works for the nba final display and you know he's he's doing those kind of projects using processing same class there's another guy called william mapen he's he's a mind blowing generative fine artist he he imitates nature in his work basically he he manages to use code to make like the you know knife painting and those kind of things he's he just manages to get those textures out of code so there were three four people in the class of 96 and at mit who who have played a major role in shaping up this generative art scenario in the whole landscape and uh, the other cool story is of this gentleman called eric caldron he's known as snowfro he started uh, so he and a friend of his called jeff jeff davis uh, they they put out a, a system to make the javascript part of the nft contract like they started making generative art nfts wherein 
So see, this gets a little advanced. I am expecting who's hearing this to understand what NFTs are and what JavaScript is. Mm-hmm. But but NFTs are basically all NFTs that we see, you know, on foundation and all these apps and all that you see. They are all hosted on IPFS. Okay, IPFS is called IPFS is Interplanetary File Storage System. It's like a centralized decentralized server, but all these NFTs that you see going viral, they are all images or videos. Okay, Correct. that is all that is there. But what we do is, like what Eric did is, he put a piece of JavaScript code that generates art when it is run in a browser inside the smart contract. So the mm-hmm. art lives on the blockchain and not on any server. So it will never die. Like the two three projects that I have put out on the blockchain, I know that they're going to they're going to last this cycle of life. Because that blockchain cannot be destroyed by destroying one computer. Even the government cannot take down Ethereum right now if they want to, hmm. because it is it is spread that it's it has spread like a virus though it can't be stopped. So that's why I'm putting that's why generative art got this boom two years ago when Eric started his platform called Art Blocks, and the best of the best in the generative fields who were doing who were doing independent work in their own countries suddenly found this community that was doing the same thing at the same time. And the kind of art, if you explore artblocks.io, the kind of art you'll see there is like it's top notch. You know, it's mind blowing. It's top notch. It's just so so wonderful to see people uh, making that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Eric Eric Snowfro came in and launched this platform. That platform made billions of dollars in the first year. Like we we they sold billions of dollars of worth of art in the first year itself. And second year has been bad because generally the NFT world. Got a hit because of all these scammers, you know, NFT is a great, beautiful technology that we developed, but uh, th- there is there is bad everywhere. So there are there are these bad elements who who come up with these scams and who come up with these these schemes to rob people and and some people got hit and then they started spreading the word that NFTs are not worth it. You know, the whole industry has been hit by these scammers basically. But I think I think it will rise again. I think once we lose our dependency to cryptocurrency so much, or cryptocurrency becomes stable, this whole thing is going to start working again properly because it's it it really is great tech. It's a great solution to a very difficult problem of ownership of authenticity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Generative art just gives you a way to. So, for example, uh, like a Fidenza is a Fidenza is sold for I think six million dollars one piece right now on the internet. It was launched at uh, 0.1 ether last to last year on art blocks. So a Fidenza is basically it's a it's it's a coin. It's a coin which looks beautiful and it and is worth six million dollars. That's how beautiful it is. That's why this whole there's like there's a lot of poetic beauty in blockchain. You know that's why generative art and blockchain have like married each other and are going crazily in love right now. Mm-hmm. They're just. They're, they're dancing in love right now, and <laughs> and it it's happened in the West a lot. I was in London for a year last year, and there are galleries who have taken it up. Everybody, Sotheby's and all these all these biggest galleries of the world are now doing NFTs because they've understood that digital art needs a mention, and this is the best way to consume digital art. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, uh, like I'm I'm getting a lot of different questions hmm. here, but just to like yeah little digression when you said yeah. that the javascript is embedded in the so smart contract I, I like yeah like almost the javascript is part of the token itself 
yeah correct okay yeah. so, so and does it, does it does it change as in like does it propel something when it's rendered or it's just a static javascript as in like it just no, it can be animated it can be animated it can be so it can be anything that javascript oh, can do basically okay, okay. <laughs> so for example my last piece was a clock so if any time you saw it it would display the current time of the day hmm. so it's not static no it's not static at all yeah you make what you can make of it interesting but ye kya kick kya hai like why does it like what's the mm-hmm. what's the kick in this there is like, beauty there is beauty in the fact that in 10 kb i am able to generate um an infinite number of art pieces in 10 kbs hmm and that 10 kb can blow on the blockchain if i make 1000 images i cannot put them on the blockchain i will my whole family will die of hunger hmm it's it's expensive to put data on the blockchain because a blockchain updates at multiple places so you you cannot like it's a serious job to put something on the blockchain that's why all these it will solve a lot of legal problems you know if like for example if the constitution is put on the blockchain it is worth it you know if laws are put on the blockchain it is worth it if financial transactions are put on the blockchain it is great like mm-hmm. it is it is solid proof of uh, a transaction so it goes on a ledger that is immutable that is correct uh, you can't tamper with it like nobody can tamper with it yeah yeah so maine jo like i started off with this first quote right uh, like basically creativity is allowing you to make mistakes so yeah like as you just now said that it generated it has a randomness to it it's, it has a uh it 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 just organically evolves so like are there any principles because jaise aapne kaha ki 10000 to nahi dal sakte so then how do you critique or how do you self curate your work mm-hmm. saying this worth this is worth putting out because 10k b can't be a uh decision parameter right no people actually get a kick out of it there are underground reddit contests where they they compete to write the same code in like 3 kb then 2 kb then 1 kb wow. then uh-huh. yeah but uh, no i don't, i'm not into that zone yet <laughs> i'm not <laughs> such that i'm okay with 100 kb also i can afford that <laughs> so <laughs> nahi but, but overall jo output aata hai jo artwork ka jo uh-huh. final outcome hota hai like uh, can you talk about that like what is that and then how does it like how do you critique basically before we jump into the actual work So there was an artist called Sol Lewitt S O L L E W E T in the 1960s I think he was I think the first generative artist that we know he he was not in computers what he would do is he would write a a paper with four like you write on a paper four lines of instruction for the workers for example he would say okay all four of you put two nails each anywhere you want on this wall right mm-hmm. so those four people go and they put two nails each on any part of the wall that they want to and then he tells them from every nail to every nail draw a string like put a string and you see it becomes it becomes something it's a structure that he has made and he does it in every different house or in every different gallery differently because the workers are different wow so that is the crux of generative art so now we use computers to do what these workers are doing 
तो जो वर्कर का जो रैंडमनेस है उसने क्या सोचा कि मैं कहाँ लगाऊ इज द जॉब दैट इज बीन डन बाय कंप्यूटर सो वो वो आई थिंक इलेक्ट्रिसिटी के बेसिस पे वो डिसीजन लेता होगा या किस बेसिस पे लेता होगा आई डों बट द कंप्यूटर इज वेन कंप्यूटर इज गिवेन अ वेरिएबल नो वेन वेन यू टेल अ कंप्यूटर to do either this or that or that or that or that infinitely it goes crazy so it can give you infinite options so right now like in 10 minutes i can give you a design that can go on a sneaker and that can generate infinite number of sneakers with a different design that that's how powerful this idea is you know of generativity it's it's basically mass customization if you think of it in the product sense Amazing. like a script a script will give you one on one art one on one every person gets so that's why art blocks became so popular because people were not minting the same artwork for everybody everybody got a different iteration of that art and only they were the one to have them have it so it was like a great sense of ownership and a sense of belonging that happened and i think it was a it it was a game of 50000 people who were playing it at that point of time 2 years ago and Yeah, there were people who got the Fidenza for zero point one each, which is like thirty thousand rupees at that point of time, and now it is selling for six million dollars one piece. And there are many projects like this, yeah. Correct. But again, my little naive question is: but Haan. in the in this universe, at least every artist wants. I mean, like, I'm a fusin ke ghode pata hai logo ko, right? Ek ek stamp pa jata. Vaise yahan pe, what's the stamp of the artist then? If if it's randomly generated by कंप्यूटर नो इट इज नॉट रैंडम लाइक दैट पूरा आई कैन मेक अ घोड़ा आल्सो आई कैन मेक अ घोड़ा एंड देन आई कैन यूज द कोड टू मेक इट्स लेग्स मूव नो व्हाट आई एम सेइंग इज इट इज इट इज इट्स नकाशी इट्स वे मोर इंट्रिकेट देन जस्ट सेइंग इट्स रैंडमली जनरेटेड वी हैव लाइक लाइक आई डोंट नो व्हाट जनरेटिव आर्ट हैव यू सीन बट लाइक इवन द फिडेंजा इफ यू मस्ट हैव सीन फॉर एग्जांपल इट्स अ इट्स अ फ्लॉकिंग एल्गोरिथम लाइक इट इज it is a it's a simulation of how birds fly in a flock so they have this guy called boyd he's a old scientist who who basically made an algorithm out of that like saying you know so there are three rules that the bird has to follow it cannot collide with its neighbors and it has to it it has to follow the line of the bird in front of it wow hmm something like that and and then when you put the same logic in code and you give a particle that movement there are 10 particles that move like a sh- uh, like a group of flock of birds flock wow. of birds for infinite time and that motion is organic it is not driven by a certain set pattern so that randomness comes in after you tighten the whole design mm, beautiful yeah beautiful this definitely needs Like visuals <laughs> to to explain, but uh, yeah. yeah, beautiful. So um, when I saw your work, uh, your work obviously illustrated a lot of lines, uh, abstract forms. So, like yeah, circling back to the first question was that then do you envision your artwork or like where do you how do no. you start how do you start? I'm. I'm from the 80s, man. So you know, I'm slightly, I'm a bit of a traditionalist because we grew up in those times where, like, we used to do watercolors and you know, poster colors, those kind of things. So we used to paint landscapes and those kind of things. So I do envision it when I'm starting with something. I do at times open Photoshop and quickly sketch something as to where I want this to go. 
but as i said as i gave you that example of four writing four lines for drawing a square because we are doing that it is like so i'll spend one hour writing what i want to write and then the next one hour just changing things that i've written like just changing some parameters that are connected to every other parameter so it gives me like absolutely unpredictable results so you are waiting for those accidents to happen to discover the art in that piece so uh, like it's it's actually a cliche it's become a cliche now for all generative artists to say that i ended up somewhere else and i started somewhere else but that's really how it is Hmm. because the code lets you you know change certain things very quickly after you are done with the piece like you change one certain parameter and the whole thing changes so you never know when you are done and you never know what you will discover more by more tinkering and and it just and there's a lot of talk about upskilling also and you know there are a lot of people uh, who say that after a point you should just stop learning a new technique and juice out whatever algorithm you have already built hmm. so yeah that that sort of tight design comes to me from my graphic design days also i think like hmm. because so i've ye, done a ye, lot of design aha uh-huh. no i'm trying because it's because i'm very new to this i'm trying to drive or at least imagine metaphors in my head to ye jaise pollock ka painting hai like bas color splash ho raha hai और जो फॉर्म बन रहा है वो बन रहा है बट जनरेटिव वो, वो जब पता नहीं है तो ऐसे लगता है क्योस है बट उसके हाथ का कंट्रोल और उसको स्टडी करने के बाद समझेगा शायद कुछ प्रीडिटरमाइंड है तो इज दैट द क्लोजेस्ट पैरल इफ इफ यू कैन ड्रॉ या जो स्पॉन्टेनिटीड so you can the way you talk in english to somebody you can talk in code to computers so you can tell it exactly what you want you want a random number between 0 to 1 but you want it to be very likely for it to be 0.5 then you can tell him that tell it that <laughs> it's mm. it's all doable this may be more like this code main to itna primitive hu ki main figma mein stroke 0.1 पिक्सेल दे दो इतने पे तक पहुंचाऊ बट लाइक आई है सर्टन एक्सटेंड एंड वहां पे जिस तरीके के प्रॉम्प्ट्स देते हैं दैट्स मोर ह्यूमन यू आर सेइंग दैट यू आर वन लेवल डीपर इन दैट वेयर यू आर वर्किंग ऑन दोस प्रॉम्प्ट्स बट आर मोर कोडेड लाइक इन इन अ कोडिंग लैंग्वेज इज दैट करेक्ट देर आर नो प्रॉम्प्ट्स इन व्हाट वी डू देर आर नो प्रॉम्प्ट्स सो हाउ डज अ आर्ट वर्क लाइक how do you start or like if you can give some example I, for us to uh, uh, imagine the, or the, maybe just what software you use and from there we can just like build up a small thing text uh, it's text editor that you can write it in any text pad notepad hmm. and then when you paste it in the browser it makes you that artwork as a, as javascript if you call javascript in an html document wow. the way you send it yeah so any browser can be a digital canvas Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, 
that's also another great thing about like that i feel about my work is that my work can be experienced in its totality anywhere by anybody i don't have to be there a gallery doesn't have to be there that work is actually a screen based work that is meant to be absorbed in a screen and it works like that yeah very hmm. few art forms can say that you know an oil painting has to be transported my work is just a link hmm and then can i build on top of your work for example you have put out this url where there is your work and i can inspect yeah. element and then further tweak it yeah. and then put it mine yeah yeah you can yes awesome man this is <laughs> <laughs> but then uh that's where you are saying like you have to heavily rely on blockchain to see yeah. if it's tampered or not correct 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 yeah but now i'm connecting the dots wow <laughs> and then how okay the one classic question which which can't be missed is then how do you conclude that this is done <laughs> yeah that's very hard dude that's it's just it's about setting a deadline to it and it's about maybe getting a release date if you are a slightly established artist but it's uh, yeah it's about the release date somehow you get to a platform and or you releasing it with a gallery or something and you put a date to it and because i keep tinkering man i never satisfied i'm 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 that frustrated art director from advertising who's moving the logo right left right left for 2 hours you know so i'm that kind of an art director yeah so i keep tinkering with my code till the very last moment and sometimes sometimes it does hit the sweet spot sometimes you just know it is working and but i mean i've been doing this for 4 5 years not too long so mm. i've i've mostly experience that this anxiety of just keeping tinkering with to keep tinkering with it till the very end moment yeah hmm and then like for so okay so if you make like five pieces and then figure out okay there's some pattern emerging and that's why you decide on a theme of the sequence of or or the collection of artworks or it's all all chaos chaos uh, in the in the context chaos. of us as i'm saying <laughs> not the chaos in chaos but no so the i the i the best generative pieces which is uh, like which stays relevant no matter how many times you reproduce it that is the quality of a generative artwork ki jitni baar usko run karte hain utni baar output acha hai you know so we are trying to make systems that gives you infinite options and not choose between five options wo that was the way art generative art was earlier when people did not realize this uh, this idea of multiplicity on the blockchain you know so we are trying to write one algorithm that gives you infinite number of cool outputs so it's more inclusive than exclusive like we are not choosing one out of five we are making a system that makes 500 which look great amazing <laughs> ये 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 बहुत ज्यादा पढ़ने का विषय है अभी के लिए तो मेरे लिए बट या एंड एंड सो लास्ट क्वेश्चन इन दिस सेक्शन वाज अराउंड या आई मीन व्हेन यू आर लाइक प्लेइंग एट दिस माइक्रो और न्यूएंस लेवल ऑफ थिंग्स वेयर डू यू लीव योर फुटप्रिंट एज एन आर्टिस्ट लाइक व्हाट मतलब ये कला का आर्ट है ये समझेगा कैसे और समझाना भी नहीं है bro abhi i because i think i come from a design background no i like i don't like this idea of 
signature so much and i'm i think i'm still learning and i'm exploring my tools right now like i don't want to develop a signature and be restricted to it in any way there was there was one idea that i've been toying with is time i thought i will make a lot of art around time and i'm i'm doing that i've done one piece and i'm working on more but uh, no man like i don't want to have a signature it's it's signature enough to be dabbling with algorithms and some other tool will come 5 years from now and i'll be grappling with it then so hmm. yeah and and your sentiment is shared among other artists in your general field as in like no, no. are they Maybe. are they on the same photosis i i don't know actually a lot of them have signature a lot of them like make similar things like their projects are connected or related or yeah not me not mm-hmm. not so far maybe right. maybe maybe when i'm 50 i i strike a style that resonates with me and everybody else and i just keep doing that but right now so i'm exploring man like i'm i'm really yeah enjoying the exploration awesome no really really interesting so last piece kuch char panch sawal hai mainly on the philosophy piece which is like hmm. more of of your world view or maybe i can start off with the question itself is like what's the story behind kala so kala is so i was using to branding and identity right i still am like i love the process of branding so i gave myself a sonic branding basically i was more into music back then when i called myself kala when i started calling myself kala hmm. so it is not kala it is not kal it is not kala it is all of it it is the phonetic sound of ka and la like two syllables ka la Hmm. it is the sound of those two letters and so my creative brief to myself is all of that i am about art i am about tomorrow i am about yesterday i am about black i am about color as in c o l o r so all those things that sound like color are my creative are the are a part of my creative brief that i give myself on every piece of art that i make so hmm. it's yeah it, it was a brief that i gave myself to work towards nice and then uh, why do you think sorry yeah. sorry it is the sound of everything that i do basically color it's mm. not it's not a word it's a sound interesting and then why do you think it's black it's a nice color <laughs> yeah oh, okay i thought there's some uh spiritual angle or some philosophical angle to it <laughs> i think nothing that i want to go on the record <laughs> why not i mean that okay fair enough uh and and like what made you interested in music as in like how did that start or no as you i come that, from a very musically inclined family actually my dad was a tabla player my grandmother was a trained vocalist classical and everything so that i've been taught from a very young age so i was always into music i was a guitarist when i was in college i used to have long hair and play pearl jam with my hair all out those kind of things but uh, then i got into electronic music later and since then i've been just gone i've been crazy about electronic music the last decade or so actually so i've yeah music has always been there now it has become that has also become generative i've written a couple of generative pieces and but they're not ready to release it so i'm i'm still working on them i don't think anybody is ready for it right now <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll hold my horses there 
Yeah. And and actually, I'm picking these questions from one of the interviews which is published, which I'll put in the show notes. I think it's on art blocks or or the method, if I don't remember, if I'm making some mistake. But you also mentioned that now I can connect when you said blockchain and uh, uh, multiplicity and decentralized setups. Tomorrow mm. is made of art. I can get that. But you want to right. highlight what did you mean exactly or have I understood it correctly? No, you have. I think, no, I think like the nuance of anything, no, when, when you enter the nuances of anything, it becomes art. Mm. You know, design is functionality and usability and, you know, something that works. But the moment you understand a subject so well that functionality is not a problem, you get into the domain of art where there are multiple options, where there are various ways of doing the same thing. So you have to choose one way of doing that thing. Like, like maybe, you know, the German cars have mastered the art of shaping their cars. Like they know this design is going to be ergonomically good and streamlined. And, but then they have to take a call on the exact shape of it. That's where the art comes in, I think, you know, so I think everything will become art because we are developing and we are just getting more efficient and we are more in control of what we are making. So yeah, the nuance bit of it is the art, I think in every, in every domain, you know, so tomorrow is going to be very artistic. Yeah. Very, very beautiful and very profound. Kyuki, even I've been thinking about it and after almost now two decades, uh, hmm. how Right? And I think that's where the questions like art and philosophy much more right. take prominence maybe. Cool. Right. Uh, I have one last question for you, which is what do you think is the future of generative art? Like it's too, yeah, it's too broad right now and ever changing almost very dynamically on a day-to-day basis. But since you have touched the philosophical note, what do you think that we will Like, or is See, that every, a topic of discussion also in your... Uh, it is, it is. It all, 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 all of these generative artists that I hang with are all fathers. Believe me. Hmm. They have been doing this for 20 years and only now they have come to this level where they are making those kind of pieces. It, it's a steep learning curve. To, to, to generate that kind of an output. It's a steep learning curve. You can't do it in two months, you know? So, yeah, coming back to your question, because every kid now knows how to code. Every kid does. If they are being taught in schools. If they're not being taught, their parents are sending them to a class where they're being taught how to code. Now, the moment they realize that they can use code to make like insanely cool art, which is so much more dynamic than a painting. Something that moves, something that responds to time, something that responds to weather. I don't know. So the moment they realize that, they, they are all already equipped to do that. So I think generative art is going to become the most common kind of art that everybody is doing. You know, for, for example, there's this other thing I tell people often. Uh, like I encourage all these friends of mine who have kids to give their kids iPads. You know, and not really make them sit and learn a guitar and practice it for five years and then be able to sing Papa Kehte. You know, that that's what happens, you know, mm. that you spend so much time into the 
skill of playing an instrument that you 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 take three years to start becoming a musician but with an ipad app you are touching things you are programming a scale you are programming a logic and then you are making a track right there so you can express your creativity in a much shorter way in a much shorter time frame basically so yeah these traditional methods are going obsolete and kids are not going to stop kids are not going to sit and listen to you saying no you have to play the violin and get the best sound out of that string and until it starts sounding sweet only you can play a concert no i want to play a concert tomorrow because i can create so it's yeah <laughs> but then yaar main to thoda creativity will become available at plenty hmm main mujhe thoda tough ho raha hai digest karne ke liye kyunki main to wo school se hu ki like miles davis ka line jo hai ki takes long to sound like yourself क्योंकि घिसना पड़ेगा ना तो विदाउट हाँ तो उसमें घिसेगा ना वो बट वी आर जस्ट एलिमिनेटिंग द अननेसेसरी प्रोसेस इट्स इट्स दर्ल्ड इसका भी कोई माइल जेवेस आके ऐसा कोई लाइन बोलेगा करेक्ट मैं वही सोच रहा था कि क्योंकि ये इतना प्रोफाउंड तो लग रहा है कि इस दुनिया का माइल्स डेविस भी आएगा और कुछ बोलेगा Hmm. it's there is there is immense beauty in algorithmic art you know that's why it's i'm very sure that people will embrace it like with a lot of love once they understand it abhi it will take a few generations man like i mean my mom understands generative art believe me it's because i live with her and i tell her all the time but she does understand you know so if somebody takes an effort like like you are doing today <laughs> you will <laughs> understand the beauty behind it tune teen baar mere ko pure interview mein profound bola hai so mm-hmm. definitely there is some meat into it you know that you are realizing right now so the moment a lot of other people wake up to this beauty they will appreciate it and they will want to learn it and they will want to teach their kids that and it will it will be the next big thing man definitely definitely yeah totally cool i think uh, i have lot of questions but uh, <laughs> as i as i said ki wo lamba chalega bahut lamba chalega baat so uh, on we can conclude on this note uh, i would like to have you again on audio can definitely to to discuss more and maybe we can try out something which is video where you can show something i yeah. don't know but yeah, let's see yeah. let's see if that yeah. shapes well on that note thanks a lot uh, kala urf uh, ujwal uh, for giving your time it was great having you and thanks a lot for being on the show thank you so much man it was a pleasure thank you so much okay that's it thanks and that's it from today's gyan session For show notes and more gan visit audiogan.com and if you wish to connect with me I am at audiogan moments on Instagram until then take care